0: This is week two, we are old friends by now. This is the Mike Vick, Dave Anderson Gaming Society Football Edition show. I mean, we've been we've been talking about uh, ball, we've been talking about players, we've been talking about betting, we've been talking about fantasy, and we've been talking about backgrounds. Uh, Mike and I are trying to compete on who has the biggest backgrounds, but right now, Michael Vick, uh, where on earth are you? My background pretty fresh right now. I'm down in Richmond, Virginia,
1: I'm playing Kenlock Country Club. If you don't know anything about it, Google it. It's one of the top 100 <laughs> courses in the world. I got an invite. I'm not a member. I got what? an invite. Tell the crew what you shot. Tell the crew what you shot. I shot 82 today. Um, I shot high on the front. But did, you hit, did you hit from the ladies'
0: left. tees? Where are you hitting from? Well,
1: we played from 6,500 yards today, which is Ooh. not ideal for me in my game. I'm a, I'm a bit of a long hitter, okay. and I played from the back tees for everybody to know. Oh. And uh you know that that's that's where I'm at. So when I move up, I got to make a lot of adjustments. More fairway woods, more hybrids, more irons off the tee. That's you know My what? Just golfers the fr- out
0: there that can relate. Just the fact that you uh, say you got all those clubs in your bag, it mean, means I know you're a serious golfer. And the fact that you shot a well, Dave, you got to
1: have 14, bro.
0: That's un- unbelievable. 14
1: is that's the legal limit. <laughs> Occasional 15. You know, sometimes I carry four wedges, depending on the time of the year
0: uh, when I'm playing. That you know, <laughs> sounds like it sounds. It sounds like I need to go golf with Mike Vick. You know, we we got a top golf coming out here in uh, in El Segundo. I'm gonna be uh, nice. that's where I'm gonna be on Saturday Sunday. I can't say I'm gonna yeah, shoot yeah. five take the over, but I'm gonna be up at that place.
1: Yeah, yeah, my yeah. You, I mean, you go out there and you give it your best. Take the family, man. <laughs> great food at golf. Top golf. Great food. <laughs> They'll enjoy that more than hitting the golf ball.
0: Well, unfortunately, this isn't a fantasy golf show. We got to keep it on the rails here. We're going to talk about football quickly. Mike, I mean, there was a lot of great football. It feels like everyone's kind of uh, catching or getting a little bit of a rhythm. You saw the Cowboys and a couple of these teams bounce back. You saw, you know, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, just like we talked about last week's show. Aaron Rodgers showed he, who he truly Rogers. was. Maybe Jameis Winston showed who he truly was too. I'm curious, what was your, what was your, uh, uh, who, who really impressed you week two?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll just say this Aaron Rodgers, just in the bounce back, they impressed us. Um, I'm pretty sure they impressed everybody. Um, who else had some breakout games? Uh, I, I like what Baker Mayfield did. I thought he played efficient uh, going down early. Uh, he was able to put himself in, to put his team in a position to come back and win the game. Uh, Buffalo on the bounce back. Uh, I actually picked them in my sports bet. Well, I, I'm sorry. I take that back. I picked the Miami Dolphins to beat them by one. They crushed them by thirty five to left the game. Um, he's got to get healthy, obviously. Um, but it was some standout players this weekend. It was good to see Devontae Adams some balls last night because what happened against New Orleans in week one uh, was really not the reflection of who who they really were um, on, on last night. So it, 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 it was good to see week two, good bounce back week, learn a lot about a lot of the teams in Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys included.
0: You know what, you know what I found was really interesting. And and it's in, uh, you're hoping these teams get this out of the way week two. I see a bunch of kicking mistakes and, and issues with the special teams you know like there was what was it uh the Raiders game uh that was last week that was week 1 though when they ran the guy on the field and they missed that whole thing they screwed that over. I don't even know if that was Thursday night mm-hmm. football I can't forget that was a, that was a mess and then this week what we had three different kickers missing we had timeouts called at the wrong time we the whole kicking game bad clock management it is was a terrible. Lot. Yeah I just I just, it I just was don't bad. get that I mean
1: you know we do a lot of situational football practice. Yeah, You know how that goes. Yep. We do a lot of that. And so to see that happening, it's not shocking because the game moves so fast and so many things happen and so many moving parts. Sometimes you got to make adjustments on the fly. And they, the best prepare for certain situations, you know, better than others. And when they get in those situations, they're not surprised. So it just shows up.
0: I think the best know what type of situations they're going to get into, right? I th- always thought that was the most interesting about thing about the Patriots and the way they prepare is they're never really caught off guard. It's almost like they had prepared for this situation. They knew that, hey, it was going to come down to these type yeah. of plays and we're preparing for that. I always felt when I was with the Texans sometimes, we prepared for stuff that had already happened and we weren't kind of looking forward to the type of stuff that was going to happen. I'll never forget – we lost on a um, on a hail mary to Jacksonville one year, and for the rest of the season, we practiced hail marys. I'm like, I, I think you can we can assure that we're not going to give up a hail mary again. No one wants to lose right. two times, yeah. Yeah. in One year yeah. on a hail mary, that's
1: overthinking it,
0: yeah. And I was like, let's let's practice some stuff that's more likely going to happen. And and I always think that exactly. that's key. And that that to me, that's special teams in the kicking game. And why that's important, you know what? And I'm glad you and I are touching about on that quarterback receiver is that that's the type of stuff that really decides these football games. That's the type of stuff that decides these point spreads being three points or four points or one point or seven or eight. It's going to come down to a kick. It's going to come down to going down to overtime. These teams are way too good. People don't understand how talented these rosters are top to bottom. These games always come down to one or two possessions, and that normally has to do with special teams. It
1: has to do with special teams, and it has to do with paying attention to detail. The teams who are more detailed – uh, not necessarily more skilled of winning winning the ball games, yeah, and more so the quarterbacks that's a little bit older got more experience of finding ways to win games, and the younger guys are looking, you know, like they're caught in the headlights. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's it's all about strategy. I said this this past week on on Fox Sports that you know it's like boxing styles make fights and coaches make players. Yep. Yeah. And you know
0: the. That's a good point.
1: Teams coach the
0: best. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that is, that is a good, that's a good reference, you it's know. True. A, a, and and I think one of the most things that like that that I always like the style. We this this in our newsletter's intriguing matchup, and in the game's Society's, uh intriguing matchup of the week is Cowboys versus Eagles. When I think of styles, I think the NFC East has always had style, right? And when you see these two teams. Any two teams that NFC East play each other, they just don't like each other, and there's always a certain yeah. style that they bring to the game, right? Cowboys versus Eagles. Let me get I was it.
1: about that life, yeah. I know, I was right? The NFC East. I was about that life,
0: yeah. I'll never forget when I'm playing for the Redskins. We had a like every you know the leaders of the team stood up and or, you know Washington football team now but at the time it was the Redskins we were playing the Cowboys and all the leaders of the team got, stood up and told us what they didn't like about the Cowboys that never happened to me in my life and not in the NFL <laughs> not since college and so I was like oh these teams really don't like each other and yeah. and it was nuts but th- this NFC East battle right we got a point spread Cowboys minus 4 Cowboys are favored by 4 points we got a point spread okay. of 51 and a half Right, So just like you and I like to do it, break that down 25, 26 yeah. a team. Right? Yeah, so you're thinking yeah, yeah. four touchdowns. And the money line plus 180 uh, for the Eagles, minus 220 for the Cowboys. So the Cowboys minus four. We're going to start there. I, 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 I don't know. I like the way that they played the Chargers. I'm still kind of up in the air about the Eagles and and what they're able to do. You know, I'm reading, I'm reading in my game notes here. Um, but I, I like the way the Cowboys came back, but I didn't like the way they won. But you know what? It's a, it's if you're a team that can win ugly, you got a chance. I, I'm curious where you sit on this game, who you like.
1: Well, I'll say this: the the Los Angeles Chargers are a good football team. Yeah. And I think people underestimate them, and I've been paying attention to some of the guys talking around the league and talking about um you know what transpired in the game with Dallas and the Chargers. And when you look at it, the Chargers are a good football team. Their secondary was superb. Yeah. Look, yeah. Sante Samuel Jr., Derwin James, like them they ballers. Yeah. So it, it was it was opportunities in the game where, yes, Dallas could have scored, went up by you know, maybe a touchdown or two and the game could have been, what, you know, 28-17, you know, and look a little more, you know, um, you know, more, you know, more pizzazz to the game. Yeah. That wasn't evident. You know, it it was more so of a, you know, just a battle, you know, head-to-head, um, tick for tack and, you know, it wasn't nothing pretty about it. Yeah. But I think the Dallas Cowboys, they're a lot better than what people think. Do you and like them over the, the Eagles? are better than what people think, but don't underestimate my Eagles neither. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we did really well week one. I think Atlanta showed that even with Matt Ryan, they're not a bad team. They're not bums. People saying they're sorry, but they're not sorry. I mean, everybody got a chance, you know. So, you know, I understand the line. I understand the uh, the points that need to be covered, if I'm saying that correctly. Yep. 51 is the, um. help me. is your total? That's the point total. I do see them superseding that i think it's gonna be a high scoring game yeah i'm 38 31 something like that yeah i think i'm in that camp
0: i think i'm in that camp with you i think i'm in that camp with you i I like i like the cowboys um i like them to cover here for a couple reasons i think uh going in los angeles playing in that type of atmosphere uh, you know, I don't know if you've been out there to the stadium, but like you saw, who's in the box with Jerry Jones? Everyone's coming to LA and living it up. And uh, yeah. you know, the the LA fans are showing up for the Rams and the Chargers. They don't care uh, what team it is. The loyalty is—it's uh, <laughs> not not easy it's to fair. find. Out. They're, they're more loyal to the sto- the stadium and the away team and the type of game they think it's going to be than than the home yeah. team. But that's fine. I don't think the Chargers I mean, much care as long as people so are there. Own exactly exactly you know we haven't had good football here in a while we got two good teams so that's nice yeah um but i I think you're right i think the cowboys beat a very good team in in the chargers i think uh let them win in ugly is is what i like so i'm gonna take i like the cowboys covering here uh minus four the point total i'm a little stuck on um i think i i do think they're a two touchdown winner uh but i think it's like a 28 17 game I, I, the way okay. I saw Dallas attacking the Chargers, uh, so I'm going to go opposite here with you and, and go on the under. Um, I, I I think the way that they were attacking the Chargers, the way they were getting after the quarterback, you know, uh, Jace uh, Herbert can move, and uh, I know you know uh, philly's guys got a lot more got a lot more mobile, but I still like the yeah. way that they can get after him. I think uh, the Chargers have more weapons, and Dallas was able to slow them down. So I'm, I'm going to go with the under there, mainly because I think this is going to be like a 28-17 game. Um, but it'll be interesting. I think we're both, the, both on the Cowboys. And you know what?
1: Divisional game, too. I can agree with you on that. Divisional game, hard nose, hard hitting i hard-hitting, I-don't-like-you-you-don't-like-me type of game. That I see why you can go with the under.
0: Yeah. You know, and and then and – you know what, like I think what's interesting always about this aspect of, of sports and talking about using the numbers to kind of drive conversation here is, is that like it really forces you to look at different aspects of the game, right? You just mentioned it's a division opponent and how that can affect things. We're gonna help you out here though, because this is a betting academy segment, right? And so I'm gonna okay. we're gonna do a quick teach, right? Now, these are one of my favorite things. This is actually how I learned about numbers, how to apply analytics. And, um, uh, why, why kind of gaming became so fun to me and they're called game props. So a game prop, just think of it as like a proposition bet. It's everything other than the, uh, the main, the main bets, your totals and your spreads. Some people just say it's everything other than the total. Um, I say it's everything other than the spread, but that, what that means is there are all sorts of fun bets that you can make and try to predict. I'll never forget. Okay. The first bet I ever made on professional football was a Super Bowl bet. It was Tom Brady, it was like probably like 3 years ago. I forgot who they were playing, but I read some article that he had a bunch of he had more tip balls than any time in his career. So I bet in the Super Bowl that there was going to be a tip ball interception and it was like plus 3000 or something like that. And I put like 10 okay. bucks on it. And I won like two grand on a stu- stupid bet. Now, granted, I yeah. also made like 50 other prop bets, and so I didn't end up making any money. But I was like, all right, yeah. now I understand. <laughs> um, right. I understand that what did. these bets meant. Right. So here's here's a couple that are going on in uh, what the Tampa Bay Bucs-LA Rams game. For instance, we have the first team to score, the last team to score. You have the first drive you can bet on. Uh, is there going to be a field goal made or miss? You can be the, you can say a race to 10 points. So who's going to score 10 points first? Who's going to score 15 points first? Who's going to score 20? Who's going to score 25? You can do total number of TDs. You can mm-hmm. do distance of field goals. You can be the first For type real? of scoring play. Is it going to be a home team touchdown, home team field goal, home team safety? This is one of the, you know, what was that? A safety. Remember when Tom Brady in the Super Bowl took a safety on like the second play of the game? Yeah. My buddy had made that prop bet. He that was like pluck that was just like here, it's plus six thousand five hundred. He put like ten dollars on that, and made a just a killing. So, like there's all it's all sorts of fun ways to get involved, and you're rooting for really kind of yeah. like awkward things in the game. One of my favorites, I like the race. I like the race to 10. I feel like, you know, what I mean, you and I know how important a first 15 is for a team. Mm-hmm and the teams that have a consistent and good first 15 and come out in the first quarter I like that bet. So I'm going to rattle them off and you just give me an answer, right? Uh, We're going to say LA Rams versus the tap, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For, who's going to race to 10 points? Who's going to score for who's going to score 10 points first? Bucks. Who's going to score 20 points first? Bucks. Uh who's going to kick a field goal first? Rams. Or neither. No one can give, kick a field goal. That's a good one. Okay. First, first type of scoring play. Home team touchdown, home team field goal, home team safety, or away team touchdowns field goal. This is at LA Rams, so the Rams are the away team. Yeah. Home team field goal. Home team field uh, uh Rams, that's be a Ram field goal. First points to score. Yep. Um. Let's see. You got winning margin. That's fun. Oh, is it going to go to overtime? Yes or no? No. Minus two thousand. See, those are the ones you get. You you cherry pick one of these ones that are silly. You so cherry let's cherry pick. Let's yes. find a one. Let's find one that's like a plus over a thousand. So if neither team scores twenty points, you get plus fourteen hundred. That's fun. So that's a that's a big that. time I, under I, I mean game. I like that. You could I do like that you like that one? Away safety as a scoring player or home team safety or plus six thousand. I can see why that's plus six thousand. Yeah, the odds are happening. Of that
1: happening. Yeah, the odds that happen
0: Nothing. Yeah. nothing. Gotcha. I'm
1: yeah. learning. I'm learning. Yep. That's that's why this platform is important. It's about learning. I'm I'm gonna be able to make me a couple of bets
0: in a couple of weeks. Let's do that. Let's do, let's do, you know what? If we can go a super under game, Tom Brady's a king of winning ugly. Rams defense race to twenty points. No one scores. Uh, no one scores twenty points. The plus fourteen hundred. We should make a ten dollar bet there, and that'll fund our whole company for, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I I like like that. that. That's, That's like worth you ten dollar bet. Yeah, those are always fun, right? Because then you you know you know what's yeah, going to happen. So that's a betting academy right. game prop of the week. I, I I think more than anything, you know what? It's a fun way to get involved. It was always it's, it's my wife's favorite thing to do in Super Bowl is to bet. Like you know, that's always that famous bet. Like how long is the national anthem going to be? Who's going to win heads that's or tails? Bet. You, in the Super Bowl, for real? Yeah, in the Super Bowl, you can bet how long the national anthem. They oh they, man, they have probably three hundred prop bets in the Super Bowl. It's nuts. What? Yeah. They it got so serious so, so, in the it it got so serious in the uh, national anthem that they were betting on it that they had to take everyone out of the uh out of the stadiums and they wouldn't let people um listen and then what they would do is they would tell the singer to actually like sing it two or three times and to vary how she was singing so that you couldn't what? like sit, stand outside the stadium listen and be like oh she's it's going to be over a minute and 32 seconds 30 like that's seconds the bet. In. What the yeah
1: crazy what right the, uh, that is unreal <laughs> but i like it though like i'm learning more and more about this world
0: yeah it's world not, a
1: hustle
0: well people are trying <laughs> yeah people are trying to get some inside info and, and that's Absolutely. funny Absolutely. why not yeah right so that's a buccaneers rams uh those are the game props the game bet though is really interesting point total is 50 right so that means that means Vegas thinks both these teams are going to score around 25-26 is a 25 four touchdown a piece game. Yeah. Spread is minus 1, which is basically called a pickem game. Right? It's uh it's, it's it, no no one knows really who's going to win. Uh and the Bucks are dogs in this game. Plus 105, Rams minus 125. So it's, the Rams are favored okay. by a point. Okay, what does that mean? So that means if I bet $100 on the Bucs, I win 105 If I bet $100, if I bet, I have to bet $125 on the Rams to win 100 Okay. And so basically the Vegas thinks the Rams are going to win by a point. Um, I think the Bucks win this game. So the Bucks are coming all the way to LA. So that's what I was gonna ask you. Is traveling east to west is uh Okay can be yeah, rough. That could do they be... come out? Do you think they fly out Thursday or Friday?
1: I think they're getting out there on Friday probably, I would think. Did you ever do that? Yeah. And it, it never felt normal.
0: Did you do I it on when you played Seattle, maybe? Still coming in on Friday. Who did you – was it, like, if Atlanta's playing who, – Who for what teams did you fly in on a explain, – explain that to fans, what, what, what that thinking. really changes. So
1: what I can remember um, – and Chip Kelly was the only coach that did it different. It was based on analytics and science and studies where we were flying on a Saturday and get in, like, late Saturday. That way everybody can sleep good and get up fresh and early, ready for a 10 o'clock game because you play at 10 o'clock. Yeah. If it's 1 o'clock on – Yep. the east coast is 10 o'clock west coast um so most teams when they travel from east to west or west to east they leave a day early just to get accustomed to the time zone time change you probably did it a couple times yep so what you're saying is that Tampa Bay flying to the west coast might have that jet lag effect or the effect from just the time change you know it's real it's evident oh yeah and vice versa for a team who predominantly lives on the West Coast, could, you know, have a little jet lag or, you know, look, just not feeling the time change. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case with the 49ers. They came down and they beat Detroit and they, they beat Philly. So and that, now they headed back West.
0: There was actually an article that they flew out early. Uh, for the Detroit game, got in there early and then stayed in West Virginia. They stayed at probably yes. next to you, probably yeah. some country club. I know they stayed then, on the West Coast. I heard Kyle Shanahan say that. And then they flew up and played there. And, and I mean, I, I like that. I think the NFL kind of encourages that to a degree because they know the competition. I'll, the, what was interesting is when I was on the Texans, we never did it because we were central time zone. So what you're like. Okay, got you. Right. It's like it's that it's that it's that three hour time difference that really gets you and where people don't understand. Yep. Like if you're a people forget that it's not college football where the game times are all scattered all over. You play it. Right. You play. You either play it if you're home, like on the Texans. We played at 1 o'clock. It was like right. come rain or shine, we were at 1 o'clock. And then if we were lucky, we are in a night game, a Monday night football game, Thursday or Sunday. That was the only time the time changed for us unless we traveled one place or another. And we would only be on a two-hour time difference because we were central time or at right. most. If you're going west to east, right, and you're used to playing – at one, and uh, on the west coast, and then all of a sudden you fly on the east coast, and you're playing at playing. one on the east. You're, you're it's three hour difference. Your whole body's mixed up, and like you, yeah. you feel like oh, I normally wake up at eight. You're waking up at five in the morning to play a game. Yep. Is what it feels like. It it can be a, yep. it can be draining. So like I think that's that's always important. I, I know people think about that, but I think people should look more into like did this team stay on the west coast? Are they uh you know how much of their yeah, team yeah, has yeah. done? No that? Doubt. Dive in. Dive in and get the details. And how many times have they done this this year? Right, some teams have to do that yep. trip two or three times in a year. That's, That's rough. something for
1: people to pay attention to for sure. Yep.
0: yep. Well, you know what? Like speaking of the Texans, a team who I've I've been pretty proud of, they show. You know, the players have actually shown up and played. And, and, and I don't want to demean them and say they have shown up and played, but they've they've ignored all the uh, all the bad noise going on around that. Organization. They they've played two tough games. They definitely won that first one. Had a rough one last week. But they're they're our primetime pick here. They're on our Thursday night football matchup. We got an opening point spread. The Panthers are favored four and a half, Uh, and they got an opening total really low. Right, Texans. They don't know who they're gonna start. Tyrod's probably out with a hamstring. Um, Who knows what the Panthers are gonna look like? Opening total of forty four points. Real low, considering NFL standards, uh, but Panthers are favored. Not sure who you like here at Panthers versus Texans um, on Thursday Night Football.
1: Yeah, I like the Panthers with Tyrod out. Uh, I do like the way Sam Dono has played, uh, the way Matt Rule has coached this team, and what the Panthers' offenses look like. And defensively, whatever they've done over the last couple weeks, um, I mean, it's hitting different. It's hitting home uh so, I like them over the Texans I think the Texans you know even though I think they're gonna battle and fight hard uh it's just not gonna work out in their favor uh so so i I'll take the Texans. i mean I'll take the panthers in this
0: one Panthers are cover minus four and a half clear is that a clear uh minus four and a half for yeah i like
1: the- i I think they cover
0: yeah me me too I like the panthers there I, think um, they I I think the Texans have had a lot to deal with. I was just actually on a uh where are they now with the Houston Texans? Uh, with Drew Doughty, shout out to the Texans for the for, for the support. Uh, kind of reaching back out to the alumni, but the um the, the team itself is really fighting through a lot of adversity, right? Like for for the first time, they kind of drowned out the Deshaun Watson talk. Is he going to start? Is he going to play? Hey, we won a game with Tyrod. We, don't forget this guy went to you know a Pro Bowl. He led a team to the he led the Bills to the playoffs before he kind of bounced around. And I think they were excited about what the season had to entail. Uh, had in store uh, and then they go and lose and now everyone and Tyra gets hurt. So now this Deshaun Watson conversation comes back up again. And, and you know what? He, he is taking up a roster spot. He is taking up a lot of mental real estate over there in Houston. I don't like that situation. I know how hard it is to ignore those kind of uh, larger, th- those, those large guys in the locker room. I'm yeah. with you. I think the Panthers cover minus four and a half. It is tough on a short week to go somewhere and cover, uh, but but I like the Panthers. The other primetime uh, game we have, uh, Sunday night football, 49ers versus Green Bay. Packers come out uh, as minus six and a half favorites. And I know you know this now, minus six and a half, right under that touchdown spread. Basically, Vegas mm-hmm. doesn't believe they're quite a touchdown. But Packers like the uh, the Vegas and everyone likes the Packers, minus six and a half versus uh, the 49ers. Where mm-hmm. do you land? I land with them. I, I can see this game being a, a hard-fought game,
1: twenty-three to twenty type of game. You know, thirty to twenty-seven. You know, I, I mean, I got this one being close and and down to the wire. Two evenly matched teams. Um, obviously, Green Bay got a little more to play for. They one and one it could fall to one and two. San Francisco being two and oh, that could play into their favor. You know, psyche is everything when you play ball. Um, how you? feel your opponent what how you think the game might go in terms of winning and losing uh the win and loss column so you know that always gave me confidence if yeah. we was 2 and 0 at the start of the season and the team coming at I me mean, look I'm not saying it's house money but we're going to be 3 and or we're going to be 2 and 1 so I might as well go out and give it an extra look mm-hmm. so you know that's why I think this will be close San Fran to make it competitive, but I think Green Bay will win. But it it'll be about four or five points.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually riding with you again. Um I just think the the these teams have always had tough games. Like I can't remember. Yes. I can't remember not going into a game thinking either of these teams is going to win by a touchdown. You know what? I I, I wouldn't have been surprised if San Fran was favored by three and a half points. I wouldn't been. I wasn't surprised if. The Packers, 6.5 seems a little steep um, for them, to be honest. I'm... I'm kind of stuck, but because I don't think I've always think these teams are always fighting hard. Uh, they've been in plenty of playoff battles by now. They're they've they know each other well. Don't forget, Matt Lafleur is a Kyle Shanahan kind of prodigy uh, protege, I guess you could say. Um, I really? played for both these coaches. Kyle Shanahan was my receiver coach on the Texans. Matt Lafleur was our peon graduate assistant. So I know both these really? guys. I know both these guys really well they run the same offense they know how to attack each other it's going to be it's going to come down to how can these defenses prepare they're going to give right now. I know Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shannon. If I know them well, they're sitting in on defensive meetings this week. They're trying to slow the other person down. Here's what Kyle likes to do. Absolutely. Here's what Matt likes to do. And you know what happens when you try to over-prepare on one side of the ball? Ten, ten, almost nine times out of ten, it backfires because they go, they keep yep. it simple. They 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 understand what the defense is trying to do to take away from their big weapons. So they, so, so they keep it simple. They say, hey, here's how we're going to attack. We know they can't stop this. Here's our leverage. Here's yep. our dudes. And Aaron, here's the ball. Go win a, win us a football game. So I'm with you. I think the Packers win. I don't think they cover, but I I, I do think this is going to be a high a high scoring football game. This, the the opening point total is 48 and a half. I see this game going 30 to 28. To maybe even 40, yeah. 40 to 35 or something like that, or, or 40, yep. to 40 to 38, a high score, a 41, high score game.
1: 41 31 or something, 41 33, touchdown, of eight points. Exactly. Yes.
0: I mean, when yes. you saw the dimes that Aaron Rodgers was dropping last week, when he put that, first of all, I don't know if you saw that that seam he threw for a touchdown where he ran, they oh, yeah. ran double under the with the seam. End. And, and, yeah. and, and covered it, looked like it was two man, but it was a terrible two man because you had a you had a your slot but, guy ran an in get route over. exactly right. You had your slot guy running it route in route, and he was wide open. He got the guy turned around. I was like, take your first down, but no, Aaron Rodgers threw it right behind that defender's ear forced that guy to catch the ball. Amazing yep. pass last night on Monday night or last week on Monday night football. It was crazy. And, and like, hey, if Aaron Rodgers is dropping dimes like that, I, I think he's back. I'm excited to see what, what, what they got in store. But yeah, I'm, I'm all for a big yeah. a big Sunday night football game with the 49ers versus the Packers. But, um, you know, what's more important than Saturday night football or Sunday night football where we always finish our show, Mike, is uh, fantasy football. And uh, I don't know if you want to tell the people what happened to you last week. Or do you want me to bust do you want me to bust you a little bit? You took an L?
1: I took an L to Ray Lewis. And and it was all because <laughs> now I tracked this all day. I logged this. I was I was on it. Until
0: Lamar Jackson went crazy, I had him beat. You know what? The sleeper app is fun because it's got all the animations and it kind of like oh, blows man. up. It's got all the little gifts. Like, and it, stuff it's and almost it makes you...
1: damn it's almost play by play. it's, it's <laughs> super cool, man. So like it's something different for me. I watched it all day. I knew Ray was my opponent. And, uh, yeah, I took an L, man. I took an L in my fantasy this week. I, you know, I feel bad. I lost some guys. Some guys didn't perform. Some guys didn't show up. I expected Russell to do a little bit more. Well, you know, here, here's the thing. You Sundays lost. always next week.
0: You lost, but you got the best manager of the week based on how many total points that they predicted versus how many points you scored. So if there's anything that you can be happy about, it's that you're managing your team well. I, on the other hand, took Eric Dickerson to the cleaners. I whooped his butt. I'm I'm trying to trade and get one of those tight ends. Kyle Pitts hasn't is slowly showing up, but that I don't know what you got to say about Kyle Pitts and the Atlanta offense if they're going to hit their stride. I need I might need to trade and get one of his tight ends for for those listening. Yeah. He's got Kittle and Kelsey, so he's uh, he stocked his tight ends. But I I, uh, I put it on Eric Dickerson, but nobody nobody played better than Paul Pierce. He is, and not only is he killing it in the fantasy, he had Derrick Henry. He's man. killing it in the chat. Have you man, seen him in the, the chat? Wrong
1: dude, to be winning right now. You know Paul gonna rub it in on us. He's Paul got a trophy in, man.
0: next to his name. He went to the Hall of Fame. He couldn't even log <laughs> in when this thing started. That's my guy. That's my guy. But we cannot let Paul Pierce win or run this league because he gonna let us know. He didn't even know how to log in. He couldn't figure out the email. He needed help. Mike was sending him details. And now, now look at us. Paul, Who, Paul and found a lane. Speaking you of fantasy, I on, think Paul. we got, you got some help over here. Who is it that just jumped on the chat? <laughs>
2: Hi guys. Oh, hey. oh yeah. No doubt.
1: I brought in, I brought in M. I brought <laughs> in some help. Now to help me out.
2: How's it going?
0: Now we got Marissa here who uh Marissa, why don't you tell us about Jameis Winston who you started last week? I bet you were feeling pretty hot week one, but uh you took a you did win this week. But are you as confident? So just, just, just stop yeah. there.
2: Just stop there. I, I won Good this job. week. That's Good all job, that matters. <laughs> Good
0: job, baby. Last
2: week I lost. So I won this week. That's all that matters. There doesn't need to be more matters. conversations.
0: And Marissa's going to look like the GM of the year because she drafted Justin Fields. And none of us saw that coming. And now he's going to start this week. So Marissa, I mean, we're playing each other. Are you going to Are you gonna start Justin Fields? over Jameis Winston, or are you, who are you going to do? Are you going to surprise me? Or are you going to let me know? I, I might have to draft. I might have to pick somebody up.
2: I was going to say, that's a, that's a good try. I can't give you the the the, the scouting report before the game. <laughs> you yeah. just had to be
0: surprised.
2: <laughs> to be, good try. Good try. And you're, and you're
0: 2-1-0? Good try, and you're Dave. 2-1-0? Good try. You know what? I'm just trying to do con- – I was just trying to open up conversation here. I didn't know. I was gonna, oh, okay. Yeah, that, right. That's what it was. Yeah, so, right. Okay. You know
2: okay. what?
1: Like this is- Okay, Dave. Save it.
0: David, <laughs> you're gonna be two and one
2: after next week, though. Two and one after next week,
0: yeah, right, yeah, right. We got Marissa, she's been holding it down. You know, 153 will get it done against a normal team, but uh, I have 158 158 points on my team, so you better you better hope that uh, Jameis actually shows points, up man. this week. I've been doing pretty well, you know. I always think if, if you really want to pay attention to fantasy, you always got to go to the league, and instead of looking at your win loss, you should look at points for points against. Cause right, like if your team's consistently scoring 140, you got a chance, right? Paul right. Pierce won 180 to 132 <coughs> against Andre Reed. 132 is not a bad score. That'll win That's you like yeah. half of these half of these games. 180 will win you pretty damn near every game. So we got to watch out for Paul. But Marissa and I, we got a matchup ahead of us. We got about 150 predicted for both of us. We'll see. Um. Well, I I have. You're not
2: sounding too confident. You're not sounding too confident. Your voice is shaking yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's
0: just kind of like slurring his words. <laughs> <Like, laughs> kind of just. I'm getting in the chat right we'll now. Where's the energy, Dave? you guys? Hey, you know what, Mike? This is an A and B conversation, all right. You got to deal with <laughs> Paul Pierce this week, so you better look out. You know, he's oh, got. Oh, I can't wait. I if Derrick Henry goes off yeah. again,
2: first of can't all, wait. week
0: week one, he was talking about where's Derrick Henry at? Where's Derrick Henry at? And then all of a sudden, Derrick Henry breaks out that like what set another seventy-two yard run and punks everybody down yeah. the field.
2: Yeah, he's he's killing it. Marissa, this is your first year in fantasy, right? This is my second time doing it, actually. So um, the stakes are a little higher with with well, you know, with all you guys. But it's a lot of fun. It makes watching the games a lot more interesting. I'm like checking my my fantasy app from Thursday to Monday. Yeah, yeah
0: that's what's up. What was your what was gotta... your move of the week? Did you, did you make a move last week? I'm not trying to get like, intel. I'm just like saying. Like a personnel move? Yeah, did you do any personnel no, moves I, last No, I, I
2: like my squads. I like my squads. I'm not going to change it up, you know, after a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. You eavesdropping, Dave. You, well, eavesdropping. you know, Well, Hawkinson is who showed up for her, so I know she was happy about that, the tight end for Detroit. Had a big game with twenty points.
2: Yeah, he came. He came through. Came that's through my biggest 40.
0: issue. I have. I have no one at tight end right now. Kyle Pitts. he <laughs> got me twelve points, but he was struggling the first two weeks. So I gotta. I gotta. Figure, I gotta figure. Mike, that
2: you out. hear these excuses he's making already because we have this matchup next week. He's already. He's he's setting the groundwork. Yeah, for the excuses. yeah. I look,
1: that, that's that. That sounds like a management issue. That that sounds like a management <laughs> issue, Dave.
2: The management right. issue. Laying the groundwork for the excuses already.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, you know what? We actually might want to bet a bottle of something then, Marissa. What is your drink of choice? I'm I'm up for betting a bottle. What do you what do you want to bet?
2: I, I love tequila so you're you can tequila. you know the, the, the finest tequila you can go ahead and I'll, 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 I'll send you my address you can ship it ahead of time if you want
0: you know what you're not supposed to ship you're not supposed to ship alcohol across state lines but I think we might be able to figure that out I know we might have someone we'll that order, we know it, in order. each of these you'll states we'll figure it out we'll figure it out you know what I'm you'll down fi- for that you'll figure it out Dave you know what I'm down for that let's bet a bottle of tequila um what's your favorite you know what, I forgot the name of it. What's that one with the with the white bottle Casa with, the, with the blue? It's like a blue Casa pretty Azul. one. Casa Azul. Oh, you want to cut? Ca- it's too sweet. No. I'm gonna go with Casa no, it's Azul. So a bottle of Casa it's so Azul. Smooth. You heard it here first. Gaming Society Football Edition. Marissa coming from the WNBA gonna try to teach us a lesson. Uh we'll see what happens. Marissa, thank you for joining the show. Mike, always a pleasure. I'm Dave Anderson. That's Mike Vick. Marissa joining us. Thank you, everybody.
2: See you guys.
0: Make sure to sign up and subscribe at thegamingsociety.com and hit that follow button at The Gaming Society on all social platforms.